You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Awesome. I think um, just in, 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 in closing just this, this segment, and I'm hoping that you guys are also getting something from this, right? Yeah. Um, I want us to just touch a little bit on what if he was divorced? What if he's divorced? What if he's got kids? What if he comes with so many, uh, they call it the baggage, you know? What if he, he, he has all of these things? Um, then what? I'm, I'm single, I'm 36 this year, um, and people will tell me that, sure, Munira, people have got history. And I was like, uh, Lord, you know, I've been, you know, keeping myself like this, and, you know, help me in, in, in that in that I get somebody as well that's not, you know, all of these things. So, ooh, Zuki. <laughs> she said damaged, but no, 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 not, not, not like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe can I, can I just start it, and then I think the, the other panelists can more respond to the specifics. Also just touching on the damaged uh, sort of uh, uh, comment. I think what's important is that the... Like all of these questions about the person have to be connected to the deeper identity of the person. Mm. All these things are not identities, they are fruits of life, right? Mm. Um, just because somebody's divorced, it's not who they are, right? Yeah. Um, they can be divorced and meet Jesus and their life changes completely, right? Mm. Um, they can be divorced as they were going through sanctification, they misunderstood something, things we don't know. Come right? on now. Uh, they can be broke, um, you know, but actually are redeemed and they love Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very important that we need to recognize the value of the identity of the person in Jesus, right? So good. Um, whoever Jesus touches, their values way more, you know. Mm. I mean, their value is actually Jesus himself. He didn't mm. send, like, the least important angel mm. in heaven and said, okay, we don't like you here in heaven anyway. You should have gone with the devil when they all left, right? Mm. We should have kicked you out to that group so you can go and save them. No, he sent his own son. His one and only begotten son is who he sent to die for the divorced person for that person who has 16 kids, uh, you know, outside of marriage, for that person who's in adultery right now, right? So I think it's very important that once a person encounters Jesus, they're not the same. Behold, mm. all things have passed away, right? Yeah. And there's something new has actually come. So I think we have to appreciate that deeper reality. Uh, and then, of course, at the same time, there is practical considerations uh, that are also there. Obviously, you know, if somebody, you can have baby mama drama, as we've seen in, in so many movies, right? Mm. There can be a toxic relationship um, that's there with, uh, you know, with, with, with the, the, the former wife and, and so forth. Uh, there can be all those things that are also there as well. Mm. But I just wanted to kind of start it more with that kind of reality. Um, that we have to see people not just according to the flesh, uh, but also according uh, to the spiritual reality that's there. Uh, because otherwise, it will always feel like, uh, you know, this is not even God's best for me. And mm. then you are married, mm. but that's your confession, that's your statement. This is not God's best. I, I got the least, you know, I got the leftovers, mm. you know, and, sure. and so forth. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think there is that saying on social networks, like, Let's be real, right? We're in our late 30s. We're yeah. going to get the leftovers True. of someone else, right? 
Um, not my portion. That view, <laughs> uh, you know, I think that that view is definitely not yeah. spirit led. Yeah. Uh, it's not from Jesus, right? Mm. It's 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 definitely you know uh, uh, demonic in nature. Uh, but anyway, this is not about you know uh, this kind of context. But also, then the last thing to to also um, you know just say is that we need to also learn to to date um, with Jesus, you know, to date with the Spirit. Like we need to actually be, I think our prayer mustn't just be, Jesus, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. It should just be Jesus, uh, you know, this guy is hot, what do you think? Yeah, right? What do you actually think, you know? Mm. Like he's so hot, like he's a 10 out of 10, you know, that face is a 13 out of 10. Yeah. But what do you think, Jesus, Mm. what's your view? Mm. You know, and I think that kind of changes the, the, the dynamic significantly and our ability to discern improves as well because we are intently bringing Jesus into the conversation, not as... I want to ask for, he must be 10, Jesus, give me a 10 out of 10, you must mm. meet me here. I, no, we're just saying Jesus is hot, what do you think? Yeah, right? that's good. Yeah, that's I good. think he's cute. Do you think he's cute too? Yeah, right? awesome. Um, and to actually have that mm. real relational conversation with him, mm. uh, I guess in a sense, although this sounds a little bit weird to say, but like treating Jesus like one of your girlfriends, right? Mm. Like there are things you will say to your girlfriends about this guy and get the advice and the input, but you won't say to the spirit, why? Yeah, We should be comfortable to actually have that kind of conversation and allow him to then say, this divorced person, no. Mm. But this one, I think is cute too. Amen. All right, I think, um, yeah, if we can just give it up for our panelists. Any last comment, Ayanda? And uh, yeah, so we're doing, we're doing the last comment. Like I said, we'll have Q&A afterwards. So we've got part B that's coming. So we just want to transition to that. But any last comment? Very quick. <laughs> I think, uh, think uh, Evangelist and Mr. Wilson said it quite nicely that you do need to be spiritual about, you know, it's, 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 we sometimes think that there's things that are not spiritual, but even this one, you know, just yeah. be led, be led by, be led by God. Learn to listen to the voice of, mm. of God, and you'll find yourself sort of into, mm. and be chilled about it. Mm. Don't panic about being single. It's yeah. Don't panic about it. Just, mm. just chill. Thank you, Ayanda. Chidi, last comment. Um, I think for me, it's. Um, don't be desperate. Your inheritance is God. Amen. God, Amen. God knows everything about you. Yeah. Um, don't make some, let nobody come to you and say, make a decision quickly, quickly. Mm. Uh, seek God. Have peace. And above all, marriage is not the end game. <laughs> marriage um, I don't know. I'm telling you, marriage is work. Mm. <laughs> you think, ah, I just want to just ask yourself again. Remember when you were in secondary school, high school? If I can get into varsity, mm. then you get into varsity. Ish, if I can just get to work <laughs> yeah. and start earning and get my own house and just get to live yeah. outside of my parents. That's the same way you're chasing the same money. You, when you get there, <laughs> there is work. Mm. There is work. <laughs> and remember, you are going to meet someone that is totally different from you. Somebody that 
Somebody that you, you make the bed very well, he doesn't make the bed. <laughs> he just throws it off. Mm. Or he, he puts the toothbrush that way. Mm. Or, or you, you like to cook and you like a lot of chili. The person doesn't. Mm. There's so many things. It's, just a, it's still a process. It's still a journey. So tell yourself, God's intent is what I seek. Mm. And as many as are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Let us learn to hear God's voice. Mm. Because I tell you, it says, if, if it were possible, the elect would have been deceived. That's to tell you that people can pretend. People can come and speak the good tongues, preach the gospel, do everything. But when you get married, you see the person is there. And not only that, people also change. Mm. So learn to hear God's voice and practice it. Practice it in your daily step. Thank Sometimes you, you might discern something and you might see the discernment is not right. Mm. You just ask pastor, hey, I'm thinking this. Is it in the right direction? Like mm. I, something happened to me. I don't know whether it's right discernment. I called pastor. I said, this, I want to just learn what discernment of spirit is like. Mm. If I'm not right, I get guidance. Mm. Amen. And please, let's grow. Thank you. Thank you, Chidi. Lucia? Just on the last question, be open, whether it's somebody who's had, who has kids or a kid or somebody who's divorced, the most important thing is, as they've just said, know what is it that God is saying to you. Um, I'll make myself an example. My husband actually has a kid. I've got a stepdaughter of whom we have a beautiful relationship. Mm. Um, so especially for those who might be approaching like the age that I approached <laughs> to get married. Really, just really be open-minded because you do not want to just box all the people as damaged goods. Mm. And you might be surprised that you might actually miss your very treasure out of that box. And I have a treasure, trust me. Amen. Thanks. Uh, in parting, I'd say that it's important to, to date in community. If you are dating, That's date good. in community. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a Connect Group member who got married um, not so long ago. Um, she came and introduced the boyfriend. In fact, she told us when she was going out on a date for the first time with the person. Oh, okay, tell us how it goes. And she mm. gave us feedback. And, you know, eventually we met the, the, the boyfriend and um, got introduced. We were out on a hike as a connect group, so brought the boyfriend along. We went on hikes, got to know the guy, um, you know, spend a lot of time with him. So it's important that there's accountability, there is transparency, someone is able to, you know, impart, ask questions, yeah. you know, and uh, the moment it's done in secret, the enemy is also going to thrive yeah. in secret. All sorts of things are going to happen in secret. So it's important to do it openly and, and get the counsel of your leaders, get the counsel of, of your friends. Um, so, yeah, that's my parting shot. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, guys. This was really awesome. Uh, we'll have a Q&A at the end of the session. Thank you. So, yeah, we're coming to part B. Really excited about this. We have my very own pastors. Yeah! Coming into the conversation. Um, I don't know, Rumi, where do they sit? So, Pastor Eric, Pastor Uber, if you can join us in the conversation. 
for part B. Are the questions coming? Remember, are people sending comments yet? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's this, uh, all right. So you've had the conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've had the conversations, what everyone was, uh, was asking. Yeah. And what, what's, what's your view? And what does, and maybe this uh, very first question, what do you think um, is dating in honor? Where's the honor in, in, in dating and what does it look like? Uh, there's often a uh, temptation for single people to feel a little bit um, discontent about the season. We come from a culture, a church culture, that if you come from where I come from, I go home still to date, the pastor will make me stand up and say that she's still single. Right? And there's always that discontentment that it comes with, right, to say what's happening. And, and like I said, there's always honor in getting picked. You get picked for gigs, you get picked for work, you get... There's just that thing, right? That you've kind of made it. So where do you think, in light of everything that's just been spoken about, um, the honor, <laughs> the honor in, in, in this dating concept, concept and the scene for it and the kingdom culture and the uh, modern contemporary Christianity, if there's such a thing. So the honor aspect is not very clear to me. Okay. So I'll leave pastor. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not yeah, clear yeah. on the okay. question. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing is, sometimes I, like from what you've described, it's, it's sad that you have to be put on the spot mm. like that all the time. It's, it's actually um, something that we shouldn't encourage, you know. Yeah, because everybody has a different journey. Yeah. You know, um, we're not all the same. God's plan is not the same for everyone. Yeah. No. So um, to to begin to box people or allow yourself to be boxed. Let me because you can't control what people do, mm. but you can control how you respond or how you whether you take it in or not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to to know. Yeah. I think the greatest honor for you is to be in God's will. Yeah. Mm. And to walk according to God's timing for your life. Yeah. Not according to another person's timing or another person's perception or mm. belief, whatever. Mm. Yeah. So you seek God for yourself and be content. You know, the Bible says in whatever state you find yourself, be content. Yeah. So being content does not mean that you're not hungry for, mm. for more or for, Ooh, you know, yes. for something else. Amen. But while waiting, yeah. you don't wait with the wrong attitude. Mm. So you wait, you're waiting in faith and you are content there while still looking up to God mm. for what he has for you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay. So let me come in um, with people who maybe 
have gotten married or got their partners early. I got mine really early. Where they begin to feel honored, I'm you know, feeling like they're better than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the people who are married today are not married because they are perfect. Mm. So if we feel like, oh, okay, I'm unmarried because there's something wrong with me, and the ones that are married are married because they are perfect, then we've missed it completely. Yeah. I will not be married. <laughs> you will not be married to <laughs> the ones that are married yeah. if it is about perfection or how you are, how you carry yourself. Because a lot of times we're taught a lot of things, and it's important for us to know how to carry ourselves mm. and do certain things, you know. But sometimes people can actually look, you know, the ones who have gotten married can look at you and say, is, is this thing? Mm. This is the reason why you are still here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the reason why you are not yet married. Yeah. It is this behavior, it is, you know. So I'm saying uh, that sometimes those who are already married feel like the reason they're married is because, you know, I did the right things, I carried myself well. And you who is not married feel like, I'm not yet married because I'm just getting something wrong. And there's pride that comes in there. At the same time, there's that thing of feeling low about yourself. Mm. You know? So just be clear that no one is perfect. Yeah. There is someone for you, mm. even with your flaws. Yeah. So those that, you know, you, um, you're feeling, ah, putting yourself on a pedestal, because you are married. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, you're not married because of perfection. You're married, God had mercy on you. <laughs> yeah. and, and he gave you the person for you. That's he right. caused you to meet the right person. Yeah. So if you are unmarried as well, God will cause you to meet the right person. And it will not be because you've been able to tick every box. Yeah. You will never be able to tick every box. Yeah. So it would not be because I got this right, I got that right, I got that. By now I should be married because I have it all together. Mm. You know, so yeah. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I want to come into the sure. point of checking boxes. Yeah. Um, here I am at, at my age, there's somebody that I'm interested in. Check all the boxes. Mm. He's got a good face. <laughs> you know, he interests me. He's tall, he's dark, and he's handsome, um, he's an option, right? There's an opportunity, you know, I always say to people, when people ask me, they're like, Muneo, I'm sure there's so many options, and I say, opportunities, yes, but it's not like they're an option, hmm. right? Um, so right. there's opportunities, you're meeting people, you are out there. So what would you say to somebody who's single, and they've met somebody, check all the boxes, really great, but there's just this aspect of um, they don't necessarily go to church like how we do church, um, but the humility is there, uh, the kindness is there, the loving is there, but there's just this thing that they are not ticking. Can we just say, we'll go with this and see it uh, as we go, and one day they would perhaps you know, uh, get baptized in the spirit and <laughs> with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Um, is there something like that? And what would you say to that uh, single person that has that kind of option? Okay. <laughs> when you obviously get into a relationship or when you find someone or when you're looking, you must be looking for someone who shares the same values as you your foundation, your Christian foundation and all of that. 
Why? Because in relationships, you're going to face some challenging situations. And when you face those challenging situations, you must have a base for how you solve your problems. Mm. So if you go for someone who is nice, oh, he's, just because he's nice, he's good looking, he's all of that, you're missing one big thing. Is he God-fearing? Hmm. So you've listed every other thing. You know, he's nice, he's got money, he's settled, he's, you know, he's ready, hmm. he's, he's kind, he's thoughtful, but he doesn't know God. When you face certain situations, you need to be able to come to the word hmm. together. Yeah. But if you cannot, because if he doesn't believe in, in the word, if he doesn't believe in what you believe in, your foundation is already faulty. Sure. So as much as possible, I would recommend that you don't only look at all of the, you know, he looks perfect and everything is looking good. Your number one, the number one thing for you should be, does he know God? Wow. And the truth of the matter is, the person who knows God may not even be perfect, you see, you've, you've said he's ticked all the boxes. Yeah. Have you ticked all his boxes? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because you could be ticking, oh, he's this, is that. And he's also, he has looked and says, mm, she's missing here. She's... Mm. So it's that understanding that we are not perfect. Mm. But in looking, in searching, we want a godly person. We want someone. We don't want to be unequally yoked. And I know that we throw unequally yoked around. Yeah. But it's the word. Mm. So you cannot afford to be with someone who you cannot, you know, share. You cannot go to your father together with. Sure. Because you, we, we laugh about it. We say, you, you know, when you marry someone who is unsaved, your father-in-law is the devil. <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and yeah, it might sound extreme, but the truth of the matter is he will also bring his ideologies and his way of thinking. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah? Yeah, so he will, he will bring all that when there's a problem. Or how, even you get married, how you're raising your children. Yeah. All of this, so many things. So you need to cut, the first thing on your list should not only be that he's good looking and mm. he's got everything and he's kind. There are many kind people who yeah. are not saved. Mm. There are many people who do good things. Char you haven't done half of what some people have done mm. in terms of being charitable and all of that. So that should not be the main thing you're looking out for. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, that, that, is, um, that is a very serious point, mm. you know that um, having the basis because there have been cases you know pastoring for so many years we we um we deal with different cases mm. and i cannot tell you how many times you know people have said to me i wish i had listened sure you know i wish i had not um i've not, I had not ignored the holy spirit's um, mm leading because now we're trying to patch and trying to make uh, you know make it to work mm. and um, so there a lot there's a lot of pain a lot of um, a, a lot of scars and all of that so the foundation is critical mm. yeah because every marriage will go through crisis there are seasons there are challenges there are Different things, attacks, whatever. Okay, um, if, if, for instance, if if let's say the child is sick and you you need to deal with, and you say, okay, let's pray. 
and, mm. and, and you, you, you pray, you go to the hospital. But this person says, uh, yeah, but uh, we need to go to a Sangoma because I know this other. Yeah. Then immediately you have a problem there. Mm. And because you've not, because the, the values, the foundation is not the same, mm. you're trying to build with someone who is already got another uh, option that yeah. is not compatible with yours. Mm. So there, there are different things like that that now, now come up. Mm. So when you, when you start with the right foundation, which is God and his word, yeah. it, is, it is good because that's where you go to. When you go for counseling, it's the word we'll use. Mm. You know, we, will, we will pray. <laughs> we will talk to Jesus and yeah. all of that. And uh, this person might say, no, I don't, want, I don't want, like there's a particular case. The guy said, no, I, I, don't want, I don't want any church people talking to my life. Sure. So what do you do? You're stuck. Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. No, I just want professional. And of course, they're going professional, but then the professional is not really um, dealing with the spiritual. It's clinical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's why it's important. Yeah. Not to overlook those kind of things. All right. And um, when I was also setting up the, the scene... And we spoke about, you know, when you're dating, you're literally exploring someone's soul or wanting to transition into that place of, of, of marriage. Do you think that uh, it's right to say, I found my soulmate? Is there ever a thing called a soulmate, the rib of my rib? And how do I identify the rib of my rib at Woolworths? Okay. Um, or when I'm meeting somebody, how do I identify that this is truly, you know, bone of my head? <laughs> yeah. Um, how do I identify that this is my soulmate? And is there something called that? You, you know, um, I can talk from my experience, you know. Um, and my experience is obviously not the standard, you know, but um, that's, that's, um, that's my journey. Okay. So for me, like, I was kind of like, maybe similar to Ayanda, I just felt that, you know, I'm just going to change the world. I'm, I'm called to be celibate and, mm. you know, and I was like, I'd embraced it and I was excited about it, mm. you know, going on my life. And I intentionally um, made things difficult for the opposite sex around me. Mm. So if there's anybody, I would intentionally go out of my way to irritate. Wow. And to... <laughs> She's <yeah>. a queen. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, I did. I wasn't kind to, to them because, you know, mm. and I just put it as a means of protection because I felt, okay, yeah, I'm called to be like Paul, so I'm going to, you know, um, I'm going to just serve God. But you see... I met this, I went to visit a family friend, um, Dr. Churchill, who is like, he was a, a man of God, and he, he's, he's, I went to visit him, and after that, as I was about to leave, he said, son, the Lord said I should tell you to pray about marriage. Hmm. And, um, and then he said, look, because if you don't sort this out now, you're gonna have problems in future. Yeah. And I was very angry. 
Because why is this man telling me this thing? Because who, did I say I want to get married? Sure. And so I was driving, I was driving my car from his house going, and I was just angry. I was just talking to God. I said, this man, mm. you know, he doesn't understand me. He doesn't know my plans. Why is he talking? But then the Holy Spirit spoke to me by the time I got home. I was still fuming, you know. And the Holy Spirit said, but he said, pray. Mm. What's wrong with praying? Mm. Then I said, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Okay. Then I prayed. The moment I prayed, something happened inside me. Mm. Then I felt the need for companionship. Sure. Now, it was difficult because I don't know. I've I've spoiled things around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I've spoiled things around. Now the you know now I'm feeling the need. Yeah. So I began to pray about it Mm. again, and I'm like, what do I do? But to cut the long story short, you know, there was a lady I was going to approach. Um, based on recommendation from a friend. Mm. You know, this person loves God, you know, this person will be a good minister's wife and all of that. And then I fasted and prayed for three days. And I Mm. said, Lord, okay, speak to me. If you don't speak to me, I'm going to approach this lady. So, Mm. you know, uh, I went on a three days dry fast, you know. A dry fast is a fast where you don't drink water, you don't eat food. So I fasted for three days. And the day I was breaking the fast, as I was praying to break the fast, I went into a trance. Hmm. And then I saw, I went to the meeting where I was supposed to meet this lady uh, to initiate, <laughs> you know, to, to begin things, right? And I, I, in, that, in that vision, I saw, I went there and I said, I was looking for her, I couldn't find her. Then I said, where is she? And I was calling her name. And, and then a hand, you know, said, take this one. I said, no, that's not the one I came <laughs> yeah. for. No, I said, no, this one, take this one. Sure. You know, so then it is two weeks after that I met my wife, mm. you know. And then, but then I had also prayed certain things. I said, okay, Father, if I, I, I want a woman who is a homemaker, mm. you know, um, because I also came from a, 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 a broken home. I want, I want a homemaker, someone who can really make my home, my house a home. And then I said, I also want somebody. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. I said, someone who is a fire eater. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and I said, I want someone who is, who is spiritual, who can, you know, uh, do this and that. And, but then... When I met her, and uh, yeah, I wasn't a so fire you knew each, each other. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew each other at that point. No, my prayer, like yeah. I said, I met her two weeks after my fast. Yeah. Okay. So then, meeting her, we started. She came to to deliver a letter to my flatmate. Mm. And that's where we met for the first time. And, and so, you know, but I still had the tendency of irritating and, you know. Mm. So I would, from time to time, do some things that would, like, irritate her and all mm. of that. And I was doing it on purpose. But then, but then, as time went on, the Lord began to speak to me, you know, and said, 
Don't be afraid. Because I, I, I said to the Lord, no, but she's not spiritual. Sure. You know, and yeah, how, how you mm. know? So, so I was, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm called to ministry and, you know, I want someone who can help me, mm. you know. And she didn't look like someone who could help me. She didn't like to pray. She didn't like, she didn't yeah. like the word. She only loved to sing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not sounding good. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to touch into your, <laughs> after pastor just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but then, one of the things that struck me mm. was, I noticed that whenever she, she gets her salary, she would buy something to, to make her flat. Mm. She would buy, you know, she would, she would decorate her flat. She would, you know, I started noticing, mm. like, you know, she was homely. Yeah. So that got my attention. But she didn't know that those were things that it was part of what I was looking out for. Mm. So immediately that got my attention. I now began to pray more. And then that's when the Lord began to show me, you know, things, you know, and what to do and all of that. So the Lord now said to me that what you do, what I use you to do in her life is what I'm going to use you to do in the lives of other people. Wow. And then I knew that, okay, I need to disciple her, hmm. you know, and then I began to work on that. And obviously it's not the template, but it, like I say, it's my experience, hmm. you know, how God led me. Then I would go visit her, we would go through the word, we would pray together, you know, and with time she started getting... Um, the fire. The fire. <laughs> yeah. Into, yeah. She became, yeah, she became so spiritual. And she would hear God. Wow. And she would tell me, God is saying this. And I could see that she was really like hearing God. She would, you know, experience God. Mm. So it was, um, yeah, it really, that was how I knew for me. You know, yeah. yeah. And how's your journey at that time? Are you in pursuit or, and whenever he, he would come around, was it organic? Did you also have to hear God? For your own, uh, you know, on your own. There's a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll say, you know, a guy would approach and he's like, the Lord told me. Mm. Right? You guys good. have had it, right? The God said syndrome, right? God yes. told me that you're my wife. And I'm thinking, but uh, he hasn't spoken to me. Like, you know, why would he choose to speak to you <laughs> and not me? So for, and on your journey at that point in time, um, how's your journey like? Are you looking for a man of God? Are you looking to get married at that point? Um, I wasn't looking for any man, hmm. not a man of God or a man of anything. <laughs> because yeah. I, I think I was quite young, mm. right? So I think I met him, maybe, I, I don't know, in my opinion, that was young. Now you might say, I met him, I was 21, when I, just before I turned 21. Mm. So I wasn't really looking. But when I saw him, when I, uh, <laughs> when I went to deliver that message, like he said, when I saw him, there was just something, you know? Mm. I liked him for him, mm. all right? Not, he, he wasn't putting himself out there, 
but it was just liking this person. Yeah. So now, coming to Zane, was he my soulmate and all of that? Mm. People have different experiences. Yeah. Some could say, you know what, there are many women here, anyone will do. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they fit into certain, you know, if you say, is she spiritual? Is she a homemaker? Because the things he said, they're quite broad. Yeah. Any one of you can fit in, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can be spiritual, you can be a homemaker, you can be on fire, all of those things. Mm. But there is still that thing where you've made your decision. Mm. I remember when he said to me, and I, I didn't like it at that time, I actually thought it was an insult, mm. you know, to say to me, uh, he says, I, I have decided, yeah. you know, when he said to me he had decided, I felt, what is this? decision because I wanted someone who was saying I'm hopelessly mm. sorry I'm just uh, yeah <laughs> someone who is just saying yeah. I'm hopelessly this is the one that I'm drunk in love and yeah. all of that yeah but for him it was yes the Lord had spoken to him and brought me and all of that but it was also a decision to say okay this is the person because you see like I'm saying Malibu can fit that picture perfectly mm. Jessica can fit that picture perfectly, sure. but it is when you've seen this person, you know, okay, I feel this is the one, I know this is the one I can live with, and you make a decision to be with that person, mm. then you stay with that person. Yeah. So it's important. So saying, oh, is the flesh of my flesh, he, then he became the flesh of my flesh, <laughs> yeah. or I became the flesh of his flesh, yeah. and the bone of his bone, based on the decision that we had made. All right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it is possible for many people to fit into those criterias. Yeah. Many people can fit in there. But ultimately, it is at the end of the day knowing I can live with this person or I don't want to live without this person. Mm. And I know this person is of God. And I know this person, we can go all the way together. And then you decide this is who I'm going to marry. So yeah. it might not sound that spiritual, mm. but that's just how it was for me. Oh, yeah. wow. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Um, I think I'm also cognizant on time and I see that uh, a few questions are coming through okay. on our WhatsApp group and I think that's uh, the reason why the panelist is, has also just come back. Um, so maybe in, in, in light of the religion, the religious part, right, there's a question that says, I'm interested in a lady but the problem she's Muslim. How does one go about that, the topic of religion? Okay. Yeah, um, there, there have been cases like that. I come, from, I come from northern Nigeria where we have a, a Muslim, um, a predominantly Muslim mm -hmm. part of Nigeria from the north. And um, I have family who are Muslims. Mm. My dad used to be a Muslim and became a Christian. So I can tell you that um, it is a very difficult way to build family. Mm. Yeah, it's very difficult. Why? Because the Muslim will follow, is committed to the Quran. And the Christian is committed to the Bible. And so there will be conflicts. There will be times that, okay, oh well, religion doesn't, mat doesn't matter. I'll mm. say this, a friend of mine um, married a lady, but this lady 
was a divorcee. She had married someone who um, was Muslim. She was Catholic and he, he was Muslim. And then she got born again. Now, she got, when she got born again, she became serious with Jesus. And this guy says, no, this is not who I married. Mm-hmm. Okay? You, you, you are getting too extreme for me. You must stop. So she, she's not allowed to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, and she would go into the toilet to read her Bible mm-hmm. and to pray. So then she got abused. She got beaten so badly, you know, um, and they had to divorce. So you can't predict the future. Hmm. Presently, it could be that the relationship is manageable. We have an understanding and all of that. But I'm telling you, when that religious spirit rises, it will be a different story. Sure. Yeah. Because there's a spirit behind Islam. Hmm. Unless that person is not a committed Muslim and is not going to be a committed one. But it's a no-no. Yeah. Mm. It's basically two different kingdoms. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's two different kingdoms. So just be careful not to, you're saying I'm of the kingdom of God, and I'm not saying anyone is of the devil, but the scripture says, <laughs> there are things the scripture says, so I'm quoting mm. the scripture. So you be careful that you don't introduce another kingdom yeah. into your life just because someone you like a person. And of course, we have friends. We like many people. You can relate with so many people. But when it comes to who you are going to date and marry, mm. you cannot afford you know, to go ahead and go and search. When, and when I say kingdom, I'm trying, please hear me. I'm not calling. I'm just trying. I'm, I want to use two different kingdoms. Yeah. Um, us and the animal kingdom. Mm. All right? And I'm not saying the Muslim person is from that kingdom. I'm just trying to bring a point across. You will not go to the animal kingdom to search for a husband Mm. or to search for a wife. You will search within this human race. (laughs) Mm. Even though I know now funny things are happening Mm. with people and animals. But that's an abomination. So you need to have the same mindset or think the same way. Mm. When you start wanting to yoke yourself, to say, am I actually yoking myself with someone within my kingdom? Yeah. Just like people even have problems marrying from a different culture. Hmm. And that, that, is, that shouldn't be the problem. But people actually have problems marrying, you know, cross-culturally, or, oh, I went to a different, you know. How much more? If you have a problem with that, but you don't have a problem with marrying from a completely different kingdom. Yeah. So we need to be okay. so mindful that we don't want to marry from a different kingdom. You sure. don't share the same values, the things in your kingdom very different from the other kingdom. Mm. Okay. Yeah. There's also a question here, is it right, and I think we touched on it even earlier, is it right for a Christian to date or marry a divorced person according to the Bible? The Bible says, I hate divorce. And somebody comes through your gates and your office and says, I'm interested in this man or woman, but, you know, they just recently got divorced. Um, from a biblical perspective, yeah. 
Yeah, from a biblical perspective, yes, it's possible. You know, um, God hates divorce, but divorce is not an unpardonable sin. <laughs> sure. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so God hates divorce, but mm. it doesn't mean that God doesn't forgive divorce. Mm. And uh, so we have to be careful. We don't know the circumstances, what led to the divorce. There are some people that I have actually told, leave now, mm. because if you stay, you will die. Sure. So divorce in those cases, they, God doesn't, I don't, you know, God doesn't mind that kind of divorce where life is at stake, you know. Um, so, again, there are, there are other scriptures. We don't mm. want to go into all of that. Yeah. But the long and short is that it is possible, you know. Um, there is room for that. Mm. Yeah. So, one can go can can go into the scriptures to unpack it further because like for instance the scripture that says um if a man puts away his wife um except for the for the sake of um of, of uh, adultery uh he that marries that one is, is committing adultery and all of that you need to go into the greek to see Mm. what Jesus was saying there. Mm. All right? So what Jesus was saying there is this, is um, the, way we, uh, the way we explain it now and the way it, it was then is not exactly the same. Remember that Joseph and Mary were espoused. Mm -hmm. All right? Sure. They were not yet married. Okay? They were not yet married. And then the Bible says that when Mary told Joseph that she's pregnant for the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that Joseph wanted to divorce her. Hmm. Hmm. You know, he was a good man. He didn't want to, um, he, 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 he didn't want her to be killed or whatever. So hmm. he decided, I'm just going to divorce her. Sure. But at that time, they had not married. So why is it using the word divorce when they were still espoused? They were not yet married. So then the angel now says to, um, um, to Joseph in a dream, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. So when Jesus made that statement, he was referring to that kind of circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, there's also another question um, around the right measurement of when, from dating to getting married. Is there a right template? Um, we grew up knowing that we should date six months and then get married. Still don't know where that uh, measurement comes from. Um, is this the right measurement of getting ready? <laughs> Ooh, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Much. All right, I'm on. Um, so really there's no template. 
Um, for instance, my husband and I, it, it's interesting, as I said, maybe I'll unpack later when I said differently that Adam was asleep, because we had actually been friends, but we had never met each other for years. We had a common friend who would talk about him, and on the other side, would talk about me. So we eventually got to connect and would chat yeah, here and there. But long, just coming to your question, when then eventually we started to actually court, he literally told me we met in February of that year, 2016. In March, he told me he once actually introduced me to his family. And so you can see that there, there's no template because you can say, wait, you've just met this person. How can you be already wanting to introduce you to his family? And yet there are others also who take a longer time, but there's, that's also not wrong. So it's actually what works for those people because in his mind he had already decided, I want to actually have this woman be my wife. So for him, he saw no need to actually delay the process. Mm. So two, two kinds of thoughts, right? There's the one that says, I know that I know that there's no that the Lord said this. And then the other, the, the other one that says, take time to know her, right? Um, and that's the template that we are talking about. Um, so we had from Lucia, anyone? Um, um, I can add two cents. Um, I think due diligence is important. Um, in any deal, in anything, just due diligence is important. Mm. Obviously the due diligence can end when you have, a, there's a spiritual confirmation that you feel like, okay, uh, this is kind of it, right? Uh, but you can shorten it to say, well, you know, if I don't do it now, I can see my eggs are going down, you know, and all of those uh, funny things that people go through, right? which can be legitimate things, which then quicken the process, and you haven't done enough due diligence. Mm. Um, so I think due diligence is important. You want to get to a point where you are clear and you know for certain that this person actually truly loves Jesus. It's, you can't find out and say, well, they say hallelujah at the right time and so mm. forth. You just spend some time in church, you will know when to hit your hallelujah, your amen, etc., yeah. right? So I think to, you want to have a, a conviction and clarity of knowledge that this person loves Jesus, um, this person has a growing relationship with Jesus, um, and you also want to do due diligence in some of the other areas, like what's their views um, on ancestral worship, for example, right? Mm. Like you don't want that scenario where now the child is sick and say, oh yeah, it's because my grandfather mentioned that my firstborn hey. needs to go through, you mm. know? because we paid with this and so forth. So you don't even know what covenant you are entering, uh, you know, and so forth. So I think just putting some time, and time is very, um, you know, the number is relatively insignificant, right? You can get to some of these answers quicker, it can take time, but I think get to a point where you can say yes, uh, without, you know, when we say, is this person a Christian? Then say, well, you know, he does go to church, you know, mm. and you can't answer binary, yes, he's actually a Christian, yeah. he loves Jesus. Yeah. You know, and you say, no, he is spiritual, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you must run. When people say, I'm spiritual, I yeah. think sometimes you must just begin running, don't yeah. you, you know. Yeah. Uh, what, what is spiritual, <laughs> you know, and so forth. So, so I think it's important um, just to do enough due diligence that you have some of those uh, fully ticked off. And the ticking off of that doesn't mean that the, you know, the marriage will be smooth sailing. Mm. But at least there are foundational aspects that you know are actually there. Yeah. Uh, and they're actually resolved. And I would say that's the thing you want to have ticked off. You know? yeah. Love Jesus, growing relationship, in good community, good character, etc. 
um, otherwise you'll find your, you can find yourself in awkward positions. And uh, sorry, okay, I yeah. also say, once you know you're of age as well, I don't usually recommend very long engagements because mm. that's where you start mm. finding the courtship. need or courtship, yeah. Mm. Where you start finding the need for some of the vacations you have to go for mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sharing the rooms and all of that. You know, uh, it's a case of not burning with passion, mm. marrying instead. Yeah. You know, but when you feel, ah, I'm gaining everything I can gain, you know, while I'm in this long courtship, um, we're doing what the married people are doing, mm. then you can prolong it for as long as you like. Sure. You know, especially if the guy is also getting what he wants. You can, you can prolong it. So once you know, you understand, um, you know this is the person, mm. you're old enough, you've, you've done your due diligence and all of those things, then set a date. Mm. Set a date. Don't say we'll do it in three years' time yeah. because we're trying to put together money. Mm. or we're I don't know what you're trying to put together because sometimes you find people with long engagements or long courtships because they want a particular kind of marriage yes. or wedding ceremony. Yeah. You want a particular kind of ceremony and because of that you're prolonging. While you're prolonging, pregnancy happens. Mm. Yeah. Why? Because you, you were burning with passion. Mm. But you were not ready to go ahead and get married because you were waiting for something. Yeah. You know. And I want to touch on the point of that due diligence. Yeah. Is that premarital counseling? Or, and how soon can we, and I'm thinking, uh, my mind is saying that that due diligence can, some of the things can be alleviated during premarital counseling. Is premarital counseling two weeks before we get married, or can I do it when I'm doing due diligence and exploring this person? Um, how soon can, can it be done, and what does it look like, and what do you recommend to single people that are dating? Can I come up and say, I want to do, do um, that due diligence, that premarital counseling? So can I, can I come before the pastors? So. I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question and you mentioned premarital counseling because some of the people that I speak to as well, I really, even if they are not within the Christian community as such, I also always recommend get premarital counseling. So premarital counseling is not taking away the due diligence that you must do. So as I'd indicated, at least I'd actually known my husband in as much as we had not seen each other, but I knew what kind of person he is. Even though he had a child, but I knew what kind of person. He's actually saved. He loves Jesus. I know his kind of beliefs, even when we chat. So that's part of due diligence that you are doing. What you are doing in premarital counseling, it's a level higher than that because there were some things due I mean, during premarital counseling that came up that during my own due diligence, I did not even think of. So had I skipped premarital counseling, I would have actually faltered. I could have found myself in a much more dire situation, even when I've actually cut, um, I've, let me just say, don't cut the cause uh, for premarital counseling for two weeks. I think we did hours for couple of months, ne pastors? Yeah, it, it, takes, it takes us between three to six months okay. to prepare a couple for marriage. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, if, 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 if somebody, let's say you, you got engaged and then you come like one month to your marriage and say, Pastor, we're ready, we want to do premarital, can we do it quickly, quickly? Mm. Uh, you'll be surprised at the detail that we go into, you know, um, to, 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 to prepare people. Yeah. There, there is so much you don't think about as a, as a single Mm. And uh, so the, the primarita is to help to give you a foundation. So you have a basis. When you, when you face certain things in marriage, you have what to fall back on and what you can use as a frame of reference mm. you know, to deal with some of those things. But many people think romance is all there is. Yeah. You know, and then they get a shock. And can I cut off the cord at that point during premarital counseling that this is not it? I'm yeah. not going ahead with it. Why not? Yes. Sure. Yeah, because some things are, you know, made clearer mm. during premarital. But Olwaitu said something about even his connect, someone in his connect coming to say, oh, I've, I'm in a relationship or I've met someone. So that's also important, mm. you know, because you can actually already, when you get into a relationship, speak to someone, start, you know, that uh, accountability and just walking together. Because that is different from premarital, actually. Because yeah. premarital, you've come to us, we are getting married. Mm. You know, we, we've, we can see, we know, we've, we've asked God, we've done yeah. everything. Our families know, and we, are get, we want to get married. So can you begin to counsel us. So if anything happens along the way, you're like, okay, I don't think this is a person. That's okay, that's different, mm. you know. But it's important so that the moment you have, you get into a relationship and you want to work on that relationship, you yeah. want to make sure that you're, you know, living right and all mm. of that, please make sure you are accountable. Yeah. yeah. And coming to the marriage, yeah. what is recognized as I'm married now? So we in Africa, there's yeah. Lobola, which were the families involved. Uh, do I regard myself as being married at that point in time? Meaning that I can go into the marital bed at that point in time? Or is it when the pastor blesses the union? Or is it when I have a destination wedding in the Maldives? <laughs> what is recognized as me having get, gotten married? Um, by the church or the institution of, of, of the church? Okay, yeah. Um, marriage, first of all, on a general level, marriage is ordained by God. God is the author of marriage, mm. okay? God is the one that married Adam and Eve, okay? So, whether it is in church or out of church, God recognizes it so far as it meets certain criteria. Mm. All right? It's not when you say, like, some people in the room somewhere said, okay, now we, <laughs> now we yeah. are married. You know, that is fraud. That's not, yeah. that, that's not marriage. Yeah. So there are families involved. All right? There are families involved. So, um, also legally, what is recognized? Mm. Now, there's the customary law, okay? So, if you choose to say, I want to have a customary wedding, 
or customary marriage. That is fine. Okay? You can do that. Okay, you say, okay, fine. We're going to do, we'll do Lobola and meet all the cultural and customary stuff. But you have to make sure that it is legal, what you are doing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because there's a case that I dealt with where they had a customary kind of arrangement. And then, you know, as time went on, I mean, they were living as married. And then things went bad. And the guy walks out and he says, by the way, we, 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 we're not really married. Sure. It was only Lobola. Sure. You know, so now it's, 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 it's a situation where legally you can't hold him, mm. you know. So he says, I was ne we're never married. Wow. You know, so we'll just go and pay back the Lobola and all mm. of that and continue. Mm. So it's important to consider such possibilities. Yeah. Make up your mind. If you want to go the customary route, you let us know, okay, this is what we want to do. You go do your Lobola stuff, then you come and then we now bless you in church and introduce you as Mr. and Mrs. Mm. Okay? And then no, no questions. But if it's something that is by the corner and we're not sure, you know, what's going on here, yeah. then it's, it's tricky. The enemy can exploit that. Yeah. So uh, customary marriage, you can do marriage at the home affairs as well. Just do that legally. And then you come and then we'll pray for you. We'll bless you. Yeah. Or if you want a whole church ceremony, that one too, mm. you know. So it, either of those, it, God will recognize it if it is done properly. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Amen. I think in that note, mm. you know, uh, I think it's a good note to end the, the conversation at. I think I had an amazing time. Uh, this was really good. And maybe there's a, a room for part two, right? Um, there is still a lot of questions, but uh, I think we, we can end it here. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to the panelists. If we can just give everybody a hand. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.